When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, you've been the world traveler, and then life changes when twins come along. Or does it? Most people resign themselves to resume traveling after they're twins or potty trained or even older. Well, today we're here with some experienced twin moms who have been jet setting around the world alongside their kids. Is this for everyone? We'll find out. This is Twin Talks. The ultrasound shows your babies to be healthy. What? Did you say babies? You're huge. Are you having twins? Are they natural? Which one do you like better? Twins, huh? My neighbor's cousin's brother's uncle's a twin. So can they read each other's minds? How do you tell them apart? Twins? You got a two for one. Do twins run in your family? Double trouble. You're not having any more, are you? At least you're not Octomom. If you're pregnant with twins or you're an experienced twin parent, odds are you've heard it all before. Now it's time to hear from the experts. This is Twin Talks, Parenting Times 2. Welcome to Twin Talks. Twin Talks is your weekly online on-the-go support group for new and expecting parents of twins. I'm your host, Christine Stewart-Fitzgerald. We've got a great show for you today. So we are talking about twins and traveling. (laughs) So first of all, though, let's say here's here's Sunny, our producer, and we're to tell us about how you can get involved with our show. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to Twin Talks. If you haven't already, be sure to visit our website. It's newmommymedia.com. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, which keeps you updated of all of our episodes, not just Twin Talks. We actually produce some other podcasts that might interest you as well. Everything is parenting focused. And another great way to stay updated is to hit that subscribe button. So whatever player you're listening to our podcast on, maybe it's Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever it is, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. And if you're looking to find a way to get even more involved in our show, you can check out our membership club. We call it Mighty Moms because you guys are all amazing Mighty Moms. And that is where we chat more about the topics that we talk here, uh, you know, we talk about on the show here. So obviously we only have so much time for the podcast, but we want that conversation to continue. So if you want to check that out, you can continue the conversation. You can connect with other moms. And that's also where we let you know about future recordings. So if you're listening to this episode and you think, you know, I'd like to join on a future recording, that'd be really fun. You can do so. It's all through Mighty Moms. So check that out. We've got a bunch of banners and stuff on our website and there's more information there. All right. Well, you know, let's get started and let's introduce everyone who is joining our conversation today. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your experience with today's topic. And I'm going to throw this over to uh, Caroline, first of all. Yes. Thanks so much for having me. My name is Caroline Hershey. I'm a mom of one-year-old twins and recently founded a blog all about traveling with kids called Jet With A Set. Um, my family lives in Manhattan and we love to travel. So when I found that I was expecting twins, was immediately determined to figure out how to make that happen, um, no matter what the obstacles were, whether it would be, you know, the crazy long flights or COVID restrictions, we've kind of figured out how to make it work. So excited to talk about that today. 
Okay. And we also have with us Lindsay. Tell us a little bit about your family. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. My name is Lindsay Castiglione. I am a mother of two sets of twins. I have an identical boy set who are 10 years old and a boy girl set who are 25, or I'm sorry, who are eight years old um, and they're 25 months apart. So pretty close in age. I own a prenatal multiples education business called Full Hearts Collaborative. We do online expecting twins classes and breastfeeding twins. And I'm also an IBCLC, a lactation consultant, and I help a lot of moms online virtually. Um, And we have experience with traveling since we are a Navy family. We've done a bunch of moves across the country and tons and tons of road trips home to see family in, in two different locations. All right. Okay. And Sunny, our producer. Yeah. So my situation is not nearly as exciting <laughs> as everybody else. I'm, I'm going to learn from you guys in today's episode. So I have four kids total. Um, my twin set are my youngest kids. Um, they are identical girls and they just turned eight. We just had a birthday party for them. And so, um, my husband and I are kind of scared of travel now, but um, we really didn't do that much travel um, even before kids. And I don't really know why that is. I actually did a lot of traveling when I was younger with my mom and dad, but um, that kind of stopped. And I, I think it kind of stopped because it just was so, it, it was a price thing, right? It was like, the travel that we needed to do. So we, we, we live in Southern California and the rest of our family is in the Midwest. And so if we were going to travel anywhere, it would be to go see both sides of the family, which literally live like five miles apart from each other in Ohio. Um, And we learned really quickly how expensive that was and a lot of the challenges that go along with that. And so um, I admire you ladies for doing what you've done. Like I said, I'm going to be taking ample notes during today's conversation so I can get the courage to do what you have done. But up to this point, it's been very, it's been very mild, the kind of travel we've done. Like I said, we've gone back a few times um, cross country to see family, but not outside of the States. And uh, it, it sounds like a, an amazing dream. And I'm very jealous that you guys have been able to do this. <laughs> Oh, you know, and I feel the same way. So, um, and introducing my, my travel experience as well. So I've got, uh, three girls and the oldest two are the twins. And then I've got a singleton three years behind. So now my twins are 12. And, you know, honestly, I have to say prior to twins, I actually did quite a bit of, of traveling and I, and I lived abroad myself. I'm myself very comfortable, you know, being in different continents and whatnot, and yeah, when the twins came along, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, like I couldn't think about anything besides being like, you know, home and just trying to get through each day. So honestly, I think, uh, the idea of jet setting around the world with, with infants is, um, amazing. <laughs> and I, I don't know how you do it. So I'm, I am very curious about today's topic. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) 
We are here today with our twin moms who've been major travelers, and including Carolyn Hershey. So she's a twin mom who's recently been traveling around the world with very young twins. Now, does this sound like an impossible dream? Let's find out how we can just pick up and go. Carolyn, I'm going to start with you. So give us your backstory. I mean, like, honestly, like, why would you even consider traveling long distances or around the world with a set of infant twins? What made you take this on? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question. And just to start off, it's definitely not for everyone. I know how crazy it sounds, especially today. But I think it kind of goes back to I grew up traveling and it was a huge part of my childhood. And my husband also, he didn't really grow up traveling a lot, but loved travel. He traveled a lot for work and it was always something that we did as a couple before kids. So I think just with anything, if it's something that, you know, you're so passionate about before kids that it's really important to, you know, maintain it as best as you can after kids, I think, because if you completely lose something, then you know, I think it would just kind of take away from the fun that we had. And we figured having kids with us, you know, for those memories and those trips would just make them even better. So I think, you know, it's, it sounds a little naive because you think, oh, yeah, it sounds easy. But then, of course, doing it is a totally different story. So I think for us, especially, we had a pretty rough experience in the NICU for four months during COVID and kind of just feeling so trapped and so hopeful that one day when, you know, our kids finally graduated from the NICU and they came home that we really just wanted to almost make up, not lost time, but, you know, just give them as many experiences possible and kind of just never put anything off and just do everything that we could because we just felt like, you know, it would be such a miracle for them to come home. And then how amazing would it be if we could pull off something like this? So I think that's kind of what our mindset was and our inspiration. Um, Also, my dad was an extreme world traveler. He went to 136 countries. So I think it's really just in my blood and just something I really wanted to pass down to them. Wow. So you said, I mean, so you you grew up with this, right? So you said like, yeah. how old were you when you started traveling? So I was actually born overseas. I was born in Hong Kong and we moved to the U.S. when I was, two or three years old. Um, But just every year we would travel to Asia because my dad was there for business trips. And it was just a huge passion of my family. So I definitely grew up um, pretty young traveling. And my mom tells me, you know, I did it by myself with you, you know, across the Pacific. So definitely possible. Wow. And so you, I mean, as a kid, it sounds like you probably, you had really good positive memories of, you know, being with your parents. And so that was probably, yeah. Totally. My best memories and even the long flights. I remember my mom used to make us like all different kinds of games to do on the plane. So I feel like I got used to that pretty young. And then the jet lag, of course, I just have vivid memories of sitting with my brother in like a hotel bathroom eating cereal (laughs) because my parents would kind of bribe us like, okay, if you wake up at three in the morning, just (laughs) keep to yourselves in the bathroom. So yeah, it was, it was always, it was always fun. Those are some of my best memories. I've never heard of that before sitting in the bathroom, but that's that's a great form of bribery. <laughs> so Lindsay, how about you? So we also had quite a NICU stay with our first set of twins. And so our family wasn't able to meet them. And this was far 
pre-COVID though. They're my oldest set are 10 and we are a Navy family. So we get stationed all over the country at any given time. So we were probably, let's say about two or three weeks out of the NICU for our very first road trip. And it was probably about a five hour drive. Um, and you can imagine what our vehicle looked like. I think at the time we owned a Grand Cherokee and um, I don't think there was a spare inch <laughs> left <laughs> between bouncy seats and nursing pillows and pumps and, you know, just everything. And we bought a minivan like very quickly after that trip. Um, but everywhere that we've moved, we've had family come visit us, but we also, you know, you miss home, you want to go back. And so we've done a lot of trips back and forth and all different types of routines with them, um, trying to trial and error, learning what works and what doesn't. So since both of you, your twins were in the NICU, I mean, did you have any, I don't know, either friends or family say, oh, you know, they're so young, they're just out of the NICU, you know, maybe say cautioning you not to take a road trip? Yeah, people definitely thought we were crazy from that perspective, especially my twins, they were micro preemies. So of course, we're always, you know, extra careful about germs and everything like that. But we kind of thought of it like, you know, we're not really exposing them differently than anything that we do here. We're, we're still washing their hands. You know, they have all their vaccines and we're being just as careful about that stuff as we would here. Um, and I actually, you know, on planes, everyone has to be vaccinated and wearing masks. So I didn't really worry about that part as much. So YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even though this was far, again, far pre-COVID, we, we, kind of conducted ourselves really similarly to all of the things that we do now. We kept family gatherings really to a minimum and made sure our family knew that prior. And we would stop very briefly, maybe on a rest stop, but only one of us would go in at a time. We never brought the babies into like a rest area or anything like that. So, you know, lots of hand washing, lots of hand sanitizer, that type of thing. Right. Oh, yeah. So did you and your, your family and friends, I mean, so did they just think you're, you're, you're crazy or <laughs> were they encouraging you, you know, on your endeavor? I think it depends who. I mean, my family uh, definitely can understand it a bit more just because it's, I guess, relatable to you know, how they were. But yeah, I think everyone thinks it's nuts just because the amount of luggage that we have. Um, and, you know, it's, it's definitely a production. But I don't know, I feel like, you know, my husband, he's a very intense personality, and he's super organized, which is great, because we kind of balance each other out. I'm a little bit more laid back about things. So I think everyone kind of trusted that if anyone could pull this off, it would be us just because, you know, everything was plan down to the minute. Um, you know, I think we, that's really important. I mean, you can't pull off a trip like this unless every detail is kind of worked out because you really have to think about, you know, how you're going to get from the airport. We didn't bring car seats. So that's another point, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there's just a lot of logistics. So I think we weren't just going blind. We both have a lot of experience traveling, um, you know, made sure the babies had global entry and passports pretty much as soon as they could when they got home. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think we just want people to support us and believe in us. And I think we proved that we could pull it off. Wow. No, that's, that's amazing. I got to say, I mean, we talk about logistics. I mean, you know, yeah. So often we think about just the logistics to get out of the house, yeah. just to go on a shopping trip, much less, a, you know, a trip trip. Yeah. <laughs> so I can only, yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. When you got a planner in your family. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's key. <laughs> delegate. Okay. Go, go for it. Yeah. My, my husband's a lot like that. He's, he's a planner as well. So um, I let him figure out like the, some of the, the details yeah. of the, those things. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, when you originally started planning things and then how things came about, I mean, you know, how was it different? Were there any sort of major surprises compared to what you planned for and what your expectations were? What did you maybe learn in in the, the process? I think we kind of went into it knowing that this was not going to be easy. So I think with anything you do with twins, just having that mindset of like, all right, we're just going to roll with it. You know, we're going to see what happens. We're going to anything that could go wrong. You know, we have everything in the diaper bag. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, we kind of built up to doing a bigger trip. So we started with, you know, road trips and, you know, figuring out how to keep their schedule on the go, staying out more during the day. And then we did a shorter trip to Florida. Um, then we went to the West Coast. So that was a bit longer and kind of testing how they would react to the time difference figuring out um, their schedules for that. And then the bigger trip to Europe, I think we had a lot of key learnings just in terms of what we needed to bring. And honestly, it seems so obvious, but one of the biggest things was just realizing that anywhere you go in the world, like there are babies there. So anything you could need, you're going to be able to find, you know, unless it's something super specific or a certain brand that you want. Um, Everything from like diapers to wipes, like basic medicine, anything like that, you're going to be able to find. So once we realized that, and we could just, you know, buy all their food and milk and all that stuff, it just alleviated like an entire suitcase. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's just, you know, the more you do it, you kind of refine the process and figure out what works. Yeah, I just became such a list maker. I mean, I would start listing out all the things that we would need to pack about a week beforehand. And I tend to overpack. So that was definitely something I I struggled with, but I didn't want to be caught off guard with something that we really needed. And we didn't, although you're right, we could have probably just gone to the store and buy and bought whatever it was. Um, But, you know, definitely very detailed on the list making of every little thing that we possibly could need. Totally. And especially with like international travel, there's so many just tiny details that you need in terms of like documentation and forms and figuring out like different rules between different airlines and countries. So yeah, it definitely helps to have at least one of the two parents super attentive to those things. Yes. Let's look at some of the ways I think, you know, that twin parents can really embrace this idea of, of travel. So I think, you know, you, you have to have a certain mindset, you know, and saying, Hey, this is, this is important. And, you know, everyone on being on the same page, right. One of the things you've been talking about right now is just the idea of like, you know, simplicity and minimalism, right. Less is more that you don't necessarily have to pack every single thing, you know, to your point, Caroline, like, yeah, you're going to a place where they have babies and, oh yeah, there's, there's baby stuff, right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah. I think beyond just all the stuff and, you know, all that packing tips, It's really just a mindset of, you know, hoping for the best and preparing for the worst, but not going into it in such a panic. So I know travel, especially even without kids, is is just naturally stressful, right? Like your flight can be delayed. um, You know, you forget something or whether, you know, whatever could possibly go wrong. I think you need to just go into it with just a really positive attitude. And I always say this, like, whenever we're around the babies, they're super calm, they're smiling in pictures, and everyone's like asking like, oh, they look so happy all the time. And I really believe that they can read our energy. And if we're calm, and we're smiling, then they're totally fine. But they can tell when we're stressed and yelling and freaking out, and they start responding to that, and they get upset and uncomfortable. So I feel like if you can just have that kind of calm mindset as much as possible, and then when something does come up, which it probably will, I mean, we had 
so I could go on like all the mishaps that happened to us and things happening in the airport. It's all about just how you react and just realize like, it's going to be fine. Let's just get through this moment one day at a time and move on. Um, I think that that goes for a lot of things besides travel, but you really just have to learn how to stay calm in the moment. I think also what Caroline said about working up to a bigger trip um, is a great idea and a great way to look at it. So like, even if you're just doing a day trip um, prior to doing a longer vacation or whatever it may be, is a great idea. It's going to help you wrap your mind around it. And then you're also going to get that feeling. I don't know if other you guys have experienced this as well, but as a twin mom, you know, if I had a, a challenging grocery shopping trip or any sort of, you know, library trip and I got through it and I got through it successfully, you come home at the end of the day and you're like, wow, like I'm super mom. (laughs) I did something really hard and it was successful. And so building up to it through those small trips is going to give you that kind of confidence too. Totally. Oh, gotcha. No, that makes sense. You kind of, it's like sort of celebrate the small things and, and acknowledge that, Hey, this is, this is working, you know, here and I can, you know, build up to something that's, that's larger and, you know, have the confidence for yourself, for your whole family that, Hey, it's, it's, it's really not as big. It's not as daunting. And another thing, just having (laughs) infant twins, I know you talked about how expensive traveling is, which totally um, does not go unheard. And I think another reason why I think we've been so ambitious to do it in this past year is that when twins are, or when any kids are under two years old, they're free. So you don't have to buy them a a seat on the plane, which is obviously a huge savings. so yeah, and they also can't walk. So that makes it a bit easier. Like I'm totally aware that when they're toddlers, this might not be the same conversation. Um, but yeah, so I think just figuring out also, a lot of times people are thinking, oh, like the twins, how are the twins going to do? And I'd say at least for mine, most of the time they're fine. The stress is really coming from me or from my husband. <laughs> so it's like, wh- why are we freaking out? What's going on? The babies are fine. Like they don't realize that it's maybe one o'clock instead of 12 o'clock. Um, you know, they're not screaming, they don't care that their schedule is not perfect. So I think it's just realizing in the moment, like why, what's the cause of your stress and just, you know, getting through that. Oh, no, that's, no, that's, that's a great example that, yeah, it's, it's usually the, the adults that are reacting to things. It's not necessarily the kids. We think it's the kids or maybe we yeah. become a little bit overprotective of, you know, the kids and we think, we think, oh, they might be upset because of this. And maybe in reality, it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not such a big deal. <laughs> Uh, probably I think with, with anyone traveling, I mean, you, you have to be resourceful, you know, when you're in a a new place, you know, you you may not have the regular brand of baby food or, you know, you need like calming, you know, bath lotion or something like that. And, you know, kind of have to just adjust to that or, or, you know, be resourceful. I'm guessing Caroline, you had a few times where, you know, you had to go out and maybe find things or to get what you needed in a, I don't know, in the middle of an airport, perhaps? Definitely. Well, we actually forgot to pack bibs, which was pretty hilarious. (laughs) So we had a layover in Amsterdam and we just like ran to a gift shop and found, uh, you know, little like tourist bibs, which were fine. And looking back, like not having bibs is not a huge deal. You could always change their clothes, but they were a pretty huge mess. And I didn't know how many extra pairs of clothes we had. And I definitely didn't want them to be like soaking wet with milk. So yeah, you can usually just find something or if they don't have bibs, maybe it's just like an extra t-shirt or something like that. But yeah, in terms of the other stuff and all the toiletries, I mean, you'd be surprised like Pampers, totally universal, like everywhere has them. 
So, you know, able to get diapers there, wipes. And then, yeah, the food is definitely different. Like we give them a lot of like the fruit pouches here. And we were in London and I found like they didn't really have those. They had, um, it was more meat. It was like chicken and things that we normally wouldn't give them in like a pouch. But like, you know what? If they're doing it here, it's fine. So just buying stuff there and then kind of realizing that anything we're eating, they can eat for the most part. We've done, you know, all the allergy testing and, and that's been fine so far. So yeah, kind of just find something and they just get to try new things. That's part of travel, I guess. We actually forgot a nursing pillow or my tandem nursing pillow on one trip. And I know a lot of twin moms can just get by without having that pillow to nurse, but I had it just ingrained in my mind that I had to have that pillow. And I actually went on Facebook Marketplace and found one in our in the town that we were visiting and was able to go pick it up in a few hours. Cause I was worried that, oh, wow. you know, like babies are us back then. They, they wouldn't necessarily have one in stock. So that worked out really well. Uh, the power of social media. You got to love that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, and, and you know, I, I can totally relate to, you know, like the nursing pillows too, because that's for twins. Cause that's obviously such a very specific item. And so, yeah, I mean, I think we've all had to improvise even, even at home and propping things up. I think, I know, I know, I think Sunny, I, I recall, I remember a while back we were doing a recording and I think you needed to, to you had your, your girls with you when they were just babies, yeah. right? And we had to like, we were scrounging for pillows and we, you know, propping them up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are like during recordings, I would bring my twins in and uh, there was a room on the side too. I think sometimes if I was going to pump or something, I may have to, you know, pumps aren't exactly the, the, you know, the quietest things in the world when you're recording podcasts. But yeah, I mean, any port in a storm, right? I remember because I, I did too. I, I used the breastfeeding pillow for my twins. And I think they even have one for doubles, right? For, for, for actual twins, not singletons. I use that. And uh, I, I would have been really upset had I forgot that too, Lindsay. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, where, where can I get another one? <laughs> Uh, so yes. So I think that kind of leads, you know, into just, just being flexible with like, okay, I'm not going to get, you know, so frustrated with the fact that I don't have my stuff and my, you know, comfortable, my, my regular environment. I have to admit that when my girls were really young, again, I sort of, I, I took the more cocoon approach, stayed home and I had my, my setup, like my breastfeeding station on the sofa. And then I had kind of one up in another upstairs in my bedroom and I would just sort of kind of alternate between the two. So it was comfortable. And, you know, and I see pictures of the moms who are like sitting on the air, you know, the airplane floor, you know, and got the, you know, the kids. And I'm like, I'm like, how do you do that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you just do it. <laughs> we were on a train from Paris to London. This is insane. We did a day trip and, um, my daughter always just poops, you know, at the worst possible moment. So we're literally about to, about to get there. And the trains there, like they stop and you have like two seconds to get off the train until it just keeps going. So I'm like, Oh God, like I'm holding her in the carrier. And I'm like, if I don't change her, like this poop is going to be everywhere. So I just run into the moving train bathroom and I put her on the floor. And this is like so disgusting. And I just did it. I just did the diaper on the floor, moving train, it got very messy, but I don't know. You just you just do what you have to do when you're on the go. But as you said, it's fun. I mean, after you accomplish it, you feel you're like you're super you're a superhero. 
She probably has a great immune system too. Like I probably just help. <laughs> <Yeah. her. laughs> so exactly. <true. laughs> Added benefit, and you know, I got to say, as a twin mom, I mean, yeah, we just we just get stuff done. I, I think I really do think so. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure out a way. No, I'm I'm with you. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back. We're gonna continue our discussion about the essentials of traveling with twins. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, welcome back. Today we are talking about traveling with twins. So not just about like what gadgets you might need or but what type of mindset you really need to be successful. I think one of the things that you guys had mentioned was about routines versus scheduling and, and trying to keep things sort of feeling the same, you know, for, for the new twins. So Carolyn, you had I saw on your blog, you know, I know you've got the blog jetwithaset.com. And so I, I took a peek on that and I think you did touch on that, the idea of having a routine for your for your So what does that look like when you're when you're on the go? Yes, I think with, you know, depending where you're going, whether you're going to be just traveling during a normal time, that would be a nap or feeding, or if there's, you know, an extreme time difference, I think, usually at home, you know, we have a pretty strict schedule of the twins are always on the same schedule in terms of eating and napping, going outside, but I think you really just have to let go of that a bit when you're on the go. So it really just becomes more of a routine. And I think what that means is, you know, they know, they kind of, as they grow, they definitely know what to expect. So, you know, when they're in their pajamas, like they are signaled, I think, to sleep. So I think keeping up as many of those things as you can, even if when they're going to sleep is a totally different time. Um, And same with feeding them. I think you should keep everything as close to the schedule as possible. But I think if you can just, you know, you've got to be flexible. That's the main thing. Now, that's interesting. You were mentioning about having sort of like the, the cues of having like pajamas. It's like, okay, when you get your pajamas on, that's that's bedtime. So mm-hmm. did you have any kind of other routine, like feeding them or I don't know, like, you know, singing songs or something that you created sort of this routine on the go? Yeah, we tried to always, like they always had like a big bottle before bed. So definitely when we first would get on the plane, if we want them to sleep, we would start, you know, just giving them the bottle and kind of calming them down, putting them in the carrier. That kind of makes them sleepy too. Um, and then, yeah, in the morning, we do have a morning song that we always sing to them. So I think that like helps them wake up. But yeah, I mean, I can't, I'd be totally lying if I said this was, you know, so easy and I've tricked them into being perfect travelers. I think definitely going into it. I mean, be realistic. That's not going to be the case. Um, definitely the first two nights of our trip when we were in Berlin, they were up the entire night. I mean, completely wired to the walls, jumping around because, you know, not only have they just gotten off this long flight, but 
you know, it's the middle of the day for them when it's night. So they're totally just thrown off. And I think you just, you just gotta, (laughs) I don't know, kind of get through it. And then they're pretty quickly um, able to rebound and get back on a good schedule. But yeah, it's definitely not going to be seamless, I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) And Lindsay, I know, I mean, you were doing the road trips, but it's kind of the same thing of like, okay, you got to create this, this routine, even though you're in a different place. Like how did you create, you know, or, or carry the elements of a routine with you? Yeah. I mean, we were really particular about naps and sleep times and we felt like, you know, sleep was like essential to our existence and in order for us to sleep. Clearly, they had to be sleeping. So we tried to time things around their naps as best we could. But one issue we did run into is that we were um, diehard blackout curtain fans. So their rooms at home were completely dark. And if we're traveling in a car, they're, you know, it's bright out. So we didn't get a whole lot of naps from them whenever we were actually traveling. But, you know, you just kind of catch up when you get to where you're going and try to get them back on their routine. But we definitely, we traveled with the same um, sound machine that we used at home. And that was one thing that kind of helped with the continuity mm-hmm. um, and just try to keep bedtime and all of that as, as closely aligned as we could. We did get some flack from family at times when they were like, well, we're visiting now. Why do they have to take a nap? And, you know, to explain to them, like our schedule, when you have two babies, like (laughs) your schedule is like your religion, you know, you have to follow it. So we have to enforce that. Totally. It is not a joke. We love the sound machine too. We brought this, always bring the sound machine and kind of even on the go can create like a little nap pod almost in the stroller by putting a blanket over, turning the sound machine up and they kind of just pass out. I think they trick them a bit. Oh, that's, I got to say, that's really interesting. I mean, kind of a, you're creating this um, sort of sensory experience, you know, to say, okay, it's nap time or it's so with sound or versus, you know, hey, the feeling of wearing pajamas or like you said, singing to them. I mean, those are really great practical ideas because I think sometimes we we get stuck on the like, it's, um, you know, they have to be in a certain plan. Here's the crib and, you know, sleeping a certain way and have, you know, their blanket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we get kind of, fi- we get fixated on stuff, right? Yeah. Well, we do have a, there is an exception to all this. There's a stuffed animal, little turtle that my son is obsessed with. And without <laughs> that turtle, this whole scheme would fall apart. <laughs> so we ordered like 10 more of them because it's just this one turtle, no other turtle, no other stuffed animal. Um, if he has that, he just kind of starts sucking on it and falls asleep. So the day that we lose the turtles, <laughs> my blog shuts down. Oh, you know, it's funny. It kind of does remind me. Um, so all three of my girls have the little um, – well, they're the dogs. It's the um, uh, the Violet and Scout dogs that, um, you know, you can program with their names and um, sings little songs. And so I know when we've gone on on trips, um, you know, we, we definitely packed the little – um, the animals. So, um, so one of my girls, you know, it's, she's got Violet and then the other, the other one has Scout. And, um, so that was kind of, yeah, like some of the tour, like that was the, their thing that they brought with them. I know our, um, I think our first flight for my girls, they were just less than two. So they were lap children. <laughs> so we, we were thankful we didn't have to buy them, um, tickets. Um, we went to Hawaii, so it was, you know, it was a five hour, um, flight for them and, and they were, they were fine and had all the logistics, but yeah, we tried to bring some elements of, of home 
with them so that, um, yeah, they, they felt like they had, when they're in bed, there was, you know, they had their little violet singing to them. So it was bedtime, <laughs> even though the sun's out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you strip things down, I mean, were there things you found that they really aren't as important as you thought that they were? I think everything like to the point of letting go and not letting the small things, not sweating from the small things. I think as a twin mom, you naturally have already gone through so much stress, whether it be with the breastfeeding or the sleepless nights, sleep training, all of that. So I think your your level of the tolerance almost for stress is just so much higher, I think, than other people because you've gone through so much. So when a little blip comes up when you're traveling, like, oh, you spilled the milk and now you can't do it or there's no way to warm the bottle, um, the flight's a little bit delayed or something like that. I think just having gone through all the other elements of twin parenting, it, it just doesn't seem as, as stressful. So Let it go. Yeah, it <laughs> did, did you guys have any sort of like deal with the health issues? I mean, there's always like, you know, just the normal stuff of getting, you know, little, little colds or, you know, like upset stomachs or, you know, I know when the kids go through like teething mm-hmm. and they're just cranky and you want to find like, like what yeah. did you do when you were, had to deal with those kinds of things? Yeah. Well, like knock on wood, we haven't had anything too bad. Um, Definitely congestion, I think from flying and just being on the plane for so long, Um, you know, having like stuffy nose or maybe their ears are popping a bit, but I don't know. We, we bring all, you know, the normal like medicines and the nose suction thing, which is like my best friend (laughs) with us. And yeah, I just kind of deal with everything the same as we would at home. And then I think it's always just smart to know, even without kids, just to know kind of like where's the nearest hospital. Is there any like language barrier where you would need to know in an emergency um, and just kind of, you know, having all that information in case, God forbid, something more serious were to happen. But, um, you know, we, we also like talk to our pediatrician before and kind of like make sure that they're feeling good about this and any questions. So I think, yeah, just prepare for the worst, but. Yeah, we um, one time when we were moving from South Carolina up to um, Connecticut, we had stayed over at a hotel and two of our four got a stomach bug in the middle of the night, just like the worst. And so, you know, it was a horror scene. As we all know, we have two babies that are throwing up everywhere. Um, But the hotel staff was really awesome about helping us you know they could see like that we needed extra of things and so they were bringing us all sorts of extra towels and bags and all of that sheets so we got through it we ended up taking them to an urgent care so we could get some zofran because we had to get back on the road we we couldn't just kind of wait it out um but the zofran so that's anti-nausea medicine that kind of got them on the mend pretty quickly and somehow our other set of twins did not end up picking it up by the wow. so, but yeah you just I mean we had to make the best of it and thankfully it was quick wow oh that's that's no that's great to news because yeah I mean that's like you know parents worst nightmare is like you know if you got your pediatrician or somebody you can call like at home is like ooh, what do you do so that's that's great that you had the like the resources and and people sort of helping you and directing you to what's what's there locally you know, even when they're not sick, our twins are always being looked at and, you know, we get all the, the constant questions and it's like, okay, you know, sometimes you just feel like you want to leave it alone. But then there are other times where, you know, the, the strangers, you know, can be super helpful. Yeah, I think it, it definitely depends. But I mean, I felt 
abroad, especially people are just so much friendlier. Maybe that's because we live in Manhattan where, you know, I'm getting yelled at for trying to bring them on like the subway or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, people were so friendly, especially in London, like helping me carry the stroller upstairs because our hotel actually just did not have any accessible entrance. So that was an issue. But um yeah, I mean, when, whenever there are strangers just like in the airport or trying to, you know, people get a little bit too close and not even because of COVID, but just germs. Like you wouldn't try to start touching, you know, a stranger. So why are you trying to touch my babies? I definitely get freaked out by that. Um, but, you know, people just want to talk and, oh, they're so cute, which is nice. But I think, yeah, there's just like a time and a place for it. And I think sometimes people aren't great at kind of reading the room and maybe this is not the most appropriate time to be, you know trying to tell me your whole connection to twins but yeah I think for the most for the most part people definitely feel for you especially they see you like oh god like you're traveling with two babies so they try to be helpful for the most part um I will say though security they are never sympathetic in my experience um every single thing is coming out of the stroller and I'm carrying them and I'm I'm going through twice and the bottles one time that was a big mistake we filled up with water um, and they had to, you know, scan each one, like, come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for the most part, I think people are, people are being nice. Oh, yeah. Now I, I know that yeah, get the security line I can imagine you get the evil eye and people are like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, no, I'm <laughs> not like, going in that line. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did a lot in our car, the, as many things we could do. Um, so I would nurse them in the car. Um, and typically speaking, I did not, use my tandem pillow when we were like out on the move like that. I would just nurse them individually and it worked out just fine. Um, But diaper changes and all that, it just, we would recline the front passenger seat and try to do as much as we could there. The thought of the public bathrooms, you know, um, I know Caroline's very adventurous. We, I guess we were a little bit worried about it. So we tried to keep them out of there as much as we could. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I am adventurous, but my mindset is like, you just got to do what you got to do. So whatever works. I think a potty training, I'll say like with the potty training aspect, um, I know when my girls were young, I used to carry um, this little fold up seat. It made it smaller. So so we could use public, you know, toilets. So essentially we could use the regular, you know, the, the restrooms and we were just trying to stay close to, you know, to, to toilets. So we had Ikea makes the best, very minimalist potties, like the little potty training potties. Um, there's not a lot of like pieces to it. It's very simple, very easy to clean. So we had one of those in the back of our car always, not just when we were traveling, but always once we started potty training the first set and we would put a plastic bag inside it and so that, you know, it was covering the edges. So it was all nice and clean. Once they were done, we tie up the plastic bag and um, no more trouble really than a diaper change. And that worked really well for us. You know what the biggest issue was for me on road trips was um, I did a lot of trips by myself with all four of them. Oh my God. <laughs> and for myself to go to the bathroom, that was a tricky thing. Yeah. Because I didn't want to bring all four of them into a rest area. Just it, it would have been crazy. Um, so there was definitely some times where I have to admit it, I used that potty on the side <laughs> of the road because you got to do what you got to do. And I was on like 10, 11 hour trips by myself. So it had to happen. I love that. Well, that's great. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Twin Talks. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. Parent Savers, your parenting resource on the go, and Newbies for new moms during the first year. This is Twin Talks, parenting times two. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.